So today is Holocaust Remembrance Day, and this is the day that we mark the murders of six million Jews killed because of who they were. And so the messages you will hear today is that we must never repeat our history, that we must stop the hate. And yet anti-Semitism is growing all over the world. It's being spewed from the left and the right. Uh, anti-Semitism is the highest reported hate crime across this country. And um, I wasn't shocked, but I was saddened to see a new study showing that 33% of our elementary uh, and high school kids don't think that the Holocaust happened, or if it did, it was exaggerated. And what they are learning, they're learning it online. Well, they should listen to my next guest, because he was just 11 years old when the Nazis invaded Poland, and he would be forced with his family into a ghetto before being sent to Auschwitz, where he'd be separated from his mother and sister, and never seeing them again. And by the time Nate was liberated, he survived seven concentration camps and would move to Canada with his father, who would be his only surviving family member. Nate Leitzker is joining me now. Thank you for joining us, Nate. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. When you um, look back to those days, I mean, if you can, and you look back at what you went through, you know, standing in line at one point to go into a gas chamber and your dad saving you, uh, you know, you, these are the stories that you tell kids and explain to people now. Um, do those thoughts ever leave you? No, they don't leave me and they're uh, unreal uh, now as they, as they were uh, to me then. could not understand uh, what was happening at that time. I mean, I was uh, at that time. I was uh, already fifteen. Uh, you know, the war broke out. I was eleven, as you mm -hmm. mentioned. And uh, by the time we went to the ghettos and uh, all kinds of other things, uh, I was fifteen. But even then, I was not prepared uh, to experience what we experienced. By the the biggest jolt uh, to our psyche and to our life was that we were separated from each other, we from family. We were uh, up to uh, this, uh, up to 1943, on August 43, we lived together as a family in a ghetto, be it, and a very crowded uh, uh, situation with very little food. Uh, most of our food came from soup kitchens. But uh, we were together. We had freedom to go from one end of the ghetto to the other. We could meet with friends. We could uh, meet with family members, whoever was still there, who was not deported to uh, Germany. But we were uh, we were free. Suddenly, you get you were thrust into a railroad car, and you uh, a few hours later you uh, disembarked, and you torn apart. And you realize that that railroad card that you were together was the last time you were together as a family. And this was, was, was unreal. And uh, suddenly you were torn apart. And uh, you, uh, you, I was uh, still standing with my mother and my sister. I didn't want to let go. So I still mm -hmm. uh, tried to step. My father jumped in and walked over to me, grabbed me by my sleeve and said, you come with me. And that was the last time I was with my with my father and my sister. And uh, so then I was into a, into a concentration camp. And uh, suddenly you become a 15-year-old boy and you become a prisoner. Mm -hmm. And uh, you were given a lecture that uh, people are telling you, 
that uh, if uh, you don't behave, you're going to be you're going to be uh, executed by gassing. Nate, when you um, you know the freedom came, but the struggle has never really left um, for Jews. Um, you know, people went on; they moved to different countries, but. Jew hate has somehow become almost an accepted form of hate where we talk about not allowing it and yet it is it is on the rise all over the world. When you see the state of the world, um, you know, and you hear people saying we must not forget, we can't repeat the history, the mistakes of our history, and then you see what's going on now, what is your greatest concern? That people are ignorant. Like you mentioned that uh, 33% of the people who do not know or deny that the Holocaust happened. Uh, that, is, uh, that, is a, that is a fantastic uh, uh, situation. Uh, and uh, it's, uh, it's, it's terrible because uh, it was ignorance that led uh, the German people to commit murder because they were told by their leaders that the, the Jews were this and that. They were fed kind, all kinds of lies, propaganda, uh, mm-hmm. half-truth, and uh, they accused the Jews of crimes that they have not committed. And uh, the, the nation was turned around and was, uh, you know, the most uh, progressive, progressive most, uh, nations in the world suddenly became uh, a, 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 a nation of murderers. This is, this was, this is completely... Uh, un, uh, you know, completely uh, unacceptable, and this this is this is something that can happen here too. You know, we are a nation of uh, minorities, and mm-hmm. when uh, the one minority is being singled out for discrimination, half truth, and uh, lies, uh, the other minorities suffer as well because you never know when it's going right. to turn over to the other minority. And it is our government's role that we have to, that they have to protect us from from harm. That we should be able to, uh, we should be able to live in harmony and in peace. We should be able to send our schools uh, in uh, with uh, without uh, being subject uh, to harassment or uh, mm-hmm. uh, their lives should be threatened as it is in the in the synagogues. In, uh, in uh, you know, people should be able to go to worship. Uh, they're God according to their own conscience, without mm-hmm. being harassed and uh, uh, shotted or taken hostage uh, just because they're they're of a different religion. And it can happen to anybody. And this is the point that this it can happen to everybody. It's everybody's business to make sure that people are not uh, are not ignorant of what happened in the Holocaust, because the Holocaust will repeat itself. Maybe not against the Jews. But against other minorities, maybe right. you know, not in, maybe not in this decade, but in another decade, when hatred is right. controlled, rampant, you don't know where it starts. As you saw, you know, with yeah. the, the situation in the United States, how easy it is for 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 a country to become riotous, to for to lose its uh, moral uh, moral. Uh, Identity and moral uh, uh, direction, and uh, become uh, you know a, a, a loss of democracy. Lost democracy lo- will lead to the dictatorship, and dictatorship will lead to another genocide. And we see and so it Nate, all over the world. 
dictatorship. Well, we are, sadly. Yeah. Nate, when I, when you see, you know, the anti-vax movement, you know, when you see people like Robert Kennedy, who got into trouble for comparing uh, mandates to, um, you know, Anne Frank and her suffering, uh, when you see the anti-vax movement with their stars on, what do you say to them? What, what, what should they know? Because I, I don't know if they're just ignorant or if they're just completely blind. But, but what, do you say, what do you say when you see that? Both things are the same, whether they're blind or they're totally ignorant, because totally ignorant, uh, ignorance is blindness to their mind. And, you know, you're absolutely right. And, you know, something it's so ridiculous. The comparison is so insidious that it is beyond realm of understanding. And therefore, you know, it doesn't bother me. It's so crazy that it doesn't bother me. You know, if something is close to the line, that it bothers me because then it can be misinterpreted. But this is so far off that it is laughable. Nate, I, I very much appreciate um, you spending some time and talking with us. I know that you speak to kids and schools and you spend your time in life um, teaching others and, and making sure that they remember their history. And I, I very much appreciate you talking to us. You're welcome. And I hope, I hope that the audience takes what I'm giving because what I'm saying is, you know, survivors are now at the end of our life. Our stories are told. It is now in the realm of the public, uh, public knowledge. And you know what it is? Our stories are a warning to the, this generation, to the next generation, that if you do not pay attention to what happened in the past, you are likely to repeat it. And you don't know where it's going to go. And you don't know who the victim is going to be. So beware. This is a warning, a warning that we are, as survivors, no longer able to carry on because we're losing, we're losing against, uh, against time. And now the ball is in your hand. You have to run with it. You have to educate your children and your, and your children's children in order for the world to move forward in tranquility and in peace that everybody should have the God-given life that they have that they should be able to live in peace without being yeah. subjugated to hatred and xenophobia, well, racism. I, I, I give you my promise that uh, that conversation will happen. I will take that ball and run with it and uh, in honor of you and the others. So I thank you very much, Nate, for joining us. You're welcome. That is uh, Nate Leitziger, uh, who I think has a very valuable lesson to teach, and I hope people do listen to it.